0: I mean, what they want from me, man? Like, you know? I'm a product of my environment. This shooting music, drunk kingpin shit. It's negative. No Dr. Martin Luther King shit. What I mean is, we use violence to get our point across. And we feel invincible when them cases get tossed. And not guilty when you guilty It's like the best feeling. Usually we not guilty and still get sent to prison. What happened to that little kid junior was horrible. It got me feeling like rap music responsible. We make kids feel like killing niggas is honorable. If we can't rap about that, then what the fuck I'ma do? What I'ma do? I don't know how to dance. I don't see melodies. Can't go get a good job, I got a felony. What I got a rap like J. Cole is what you telling me. What if niggas in the hood star losing respect for me. Cole doing better than you, I said that respectfully. Maybe you should try you might go platinum eventually. Tell that shit to the old JCS, you kid me. I'm fifty right. got rich, that's why he digging
1: me. Okay. What is my Some motherfucking, motherfucking boys. To, be to tell you come tell about yourself. <laughs> you, you you, you damn fucking up and going wrong, uh, young young sir. You, you thought this was what it wasn't,
2: and it ain't gonna never be. I'm gonna be
1: authentic, see. and that's all I can be. See, look here, motherfuckers. Look yada. here. I've been up here doing doing the shit and saying things <laughs> in case you was wondering. I'm motherfucking tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what you're not going to do is, God damn it! Yep. <laughs> welcome to Just a Dope-Ass Podcast, everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying your lovely Saturday afternoon. Out getting some sun. I've seen on the grams that people have been congregating with their folks and sharing lovely drinks. We're outside. <laughs> everybody. We're we're, we're, we're we're outside. We're all outside. We're indiscreet. We're indiscreet. Everybody. Everybody's outside. Enjoy. But don't enjoy too much that you don't like. Turn the good news radio app on and listen to this while you're doing your thing. Like and I can understand if you like got caught up in the moment. You can you can still go ahead and download the app and listen to us again later on or catch us on YouTube at just a dope ass podcast on YouTube and you can Run those views
1: up. Subscribe, like, y'all got, follow. Y- y'all got a double whammy, cause man, when I say I was bullshitting this week, <laughs> the <laughs> motherfuckers dropped <laughs> both them bitches on Thursday. I was like, well, you know, they're here, they're up, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're in the ethos.
2: <laughs> I mean, they're they're there. That's what you guys wanted, so. Hi, uh, I noticed that. I thought I was tripping.
1: Nah, I don't know. Like, I was like all week. I like missed. You know usually like like ten like after today, like I'll like knock it out between today and at least tomorrow, so monday i it is just I'll take like two or three days on the Monday, so that Saturday one can you know marinate a little bit right shit I think like I think I bullshit on Sunday, Monday was like meetings and shit, and after that it just my whole week was fucking off, and I was like I, I remember like I woke up. On Thursday, and I was like, and I went to go like, oh, we should we need like a clip or something. And I know we said some shit. Like, I thought about something we said. And I was like, oh, these, neither one of these motherfuckers is up here. <laughs> shit. I went and looked on the computer that I had to like redo it because it had taken up to, it was a whole, but I was like, damn, I fucked up my whole goddamn. Yeah. Sundays are important, man. I was just like, it's like shit. That free
2: time, that time to separate that work, life, and balance is important.
1: Man, I was like, shit, I really, I, I, I'd like, I went. To eat or did something last Sunday, and that offset. I was like, Oh, is that really just offset my whole fucking routine? Like, granted, go you know, be outside, but I was like, Damn, I realized like, you know, my routine is it's now important, man. Like, be <laughs> outside, but be that be, shit does be things.
2: responsible, too. i like, Hold on, wait a minute, I can't just be doing this without handling the necessities. Yeah, I was like, I got, I got some shit, oh right? God, I done
1: did homework, I done did my work work. I'm like, Now there's some other work. Oh, there's something I, I missed here.
2: I don't fear. I got my wallet on me. Something ain't right, yes. goddammit. I don't know what it is. Because I actually follow my own instructions, and I like to follow and subscribe our shit as well, And a new episode popped up, I was like, why is mm. that popping up as new? That's last. Yep. I was like, oh. Mm. And I looked like, I think, today, actually this morning.
1: Yeah, cause like I, I I I hit I shot them both back to back, but you know sometimes like YouTube, I'll even sit out shit I subscribe to it and be like, this shit said, like a day ago, I'm right? Like, I'm like, damn.
2: Unless unless your your viewership and your followers are, are like five thousand mm-hmm. and and above, they be dragging ass on making people sure making sure people see your shit. So I made sure when I turned on my YouTube in the morning, like I always do, to to, to find out what. With meditation and yoga practice, I'm gonna start my day off with.
1: You know what? That's another good thing about the good news. Our push notifications over here are never fucking late. Them shit is on time, even if we aren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, fuck you guys over there. Whatever place you're going or doing shit at, because it's not like here. <laughs> Them shits be like, <laughs> woop, "Bing, they, bing, bing, bing." Be like, "Oh shit!" TJ and DC are talking. Too bad they ain't cut the motherfucking mic on here, but they they talk. But now is when they talk. So you sit and get ready, right. goddamn it, because they're on the way.
2: Just know, dude, we we in here. We in here. We, we getting things, you know, adjusted. You know, you gotta gotta adjust yourself before you start walking. Well, for for the fellas, I don't know if lady
1: well, lady folks can
2: yeah, adjust themselves. They their gotta adjust the and They stuff
1: gotta, and... you know, they gotta do a little little pull and tuck, and if the pants is tight, you got to get it up out the, out the thing. Cause got to let it, that
2: booty breathe.
1: Yeah, man, it be up in the crevices. You near soaking that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, body parts.
2: <laughs> bote, wash your bote. Wash your bote.
1: The funny thing is, like, I like. Oh, actually, fuck that. This it, it ties in. Fuck what I was gonna say. I like that. Like, um got a copy from from actually our brethren this week um twofer uh bro called and he was like he was talking about the show and we, we got to talk about just like business moves and shit like that because he's um started his own like dispensary like cbd weed place down there in louisiana lovely yeah if you're in um if you're in Ruston, go to um i want to say it's kush vibes make sure i'm like saying this <laughs> right but um but yeah he was sitting there and like you know I, I'm taking I'm and I'm taking all Fucking um, um, Positivity Where I was like You know what I like y'all shit he's Like it sounds like You know it sounds like Niggas just walk up Like you could pull up a chair If niggas was just talking And I'm like That's good That's like that's that, that is the best compliment Cause I'm like You know what man You get in there And it's like You know You sitting there Cause we got topics We got motherfucking topics to be like man, You don't want to come in here Like motherfucking seeing And he's like No Nah and he's like, because yeah, we're talking about shit. But he's like, then you be thinking, you sitting and you hear some other shit, and you be like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. This this shit hitting. Boy, we doing a fucking thing.
2: That's, that's what I like. Being able to create a safe space for people to not just listen, listen, learn, and want to participate and feel comfortable doing so. We're not talking at you. We're talking with you, and you're more than welcome to pull up a chair. That's, that's, that's what I like.
1: That's what I said. I was right. Cush Vibes, C B D, if you motherfuckers are in the Louisiana or the northern Louisiana area, go to nine two nine North Triton Street in Ruston, Louisiana, motherfucker. Get high.
2: If you ain't, figure out how to go down there and support.
1: God they got man. a website, nigga. Like do right, like, they got all types of shit. What's try to try
2: to order some shit or something. Just just support because, you know, he supports us. He you know, they they, they sponsoring us from long range. A whole um, lot of gang shit. I don't know if they are, but you know, I'm gonna throw it out there. Goddamn damn it.
1: I mean, look we sponsored each other thing. It looked like it was a, it was t- ten weeks. Like so, you know, <laughs> it's like that's you do it you ten weeks to do thing. Like, hey, hey, hey. I'm yeah. <laughs> a thing. Hey, i Yeah, of bonding, of just coming together on a for reasons. Yes, yes,
2: brotherhood, fellowship.
1: But a motherfucking gang move. Yeah, that, well, but you know what? That kind of ties in because part of the uh, the fucking brochure is that it's a lot of um. Be all you can be brochure. Yeah, it's a lot of just you know grind you to dust and then you turn into something whatever, like a phoenix from the ashes or whatever, whatever. And I thought about There's a couple of things this week actually that put this together, like mm. you know. Kwame been been out there just fucking shooting. That nigga been shooting at everything moving. But Shannon Sharp, you know, talked about how, you know, you come in the game and he came in under Jordan. And everybody knows it's fucking damn near fucking etched in stone. If if you know if you want some positive reinforcement, Jordan is not. Jordan is
2: Uncle Murder. That's why I started the episode yep. off that way. This you want some
1: positive shit? Yeah, we ain't got that, that over here. We mm-hmm. we got work to do. This is what we doing over are, here. What, what the fuck the- is you, you? Your leg broke, pussy. Put some duct tape on that bitch and let's go, man. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna come to the league and be a punk like you know, like so it's, that it's one of those. So that type of shit. And as I was like, uh, you know, doing my actual uh, job, where I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was like, I, as there was like, grouped. T- I was holding a group, and you know, it was just focusing on. Um, Initially it was gonna be like some coping school shit, but then I like I found this TED Talk video, and we kind of discussed the video. But well, mainly the video was just this lady discussing that like we think that threats and warnings are really good things that help push and promote like positive behaviors. And it, she was just like basically overall I was like scientifically, bro. Like we have the data that like that's not the best way. Like nine times out of ten, like if you tell somebody like you know stop smoking because you'll get cancer and blah blah blah, the a lot of times you know. There's not a lot of fights, a lot of flight or freeze. And then there'll be like this this thing of like rationalizing what the issue is. Like, I, shit, I'm not going to get no motherfucking cat. My daddy used to smoke. My granddaddy used to smoke. And that's how the fuck we smokers, motherfucker. Like, Or as opposed on the flip side to take it and go, hey, man, you know, you smoke. And I understand that's your preference. But you also said you wanted to, I don't know, run a marathon this week. And, you know, you're really close to being like. You know, breaking the record on you know five k's, or whatever. But I feel like you think smoking probably would help with that. It's like nah, but I really want to run really good. Like I'm, I'm super in love with running and like using a positive outlet. And it's like as it's, I was sitting there thinking, and I, some I watched that video and I think later on in the day I was looking through Instagram and I saw the some more Kwame Brown shit and I thought about the Shannon Sharp thing and I was like, niggas don't interact in any space. All we do is warn and threat each other like on in mass, every fucking relationship that we got we threaten and warn each other. your mama threatening you and warn you, she threatening and warn your daddy, you threatening and warn your fucking mate what like,
2: everything that has to do with black culture, unfortunately, you prove yourself through aggression and trial and tribulation. It's not a lot of empathy and love within those spaces. And that's not like you're saying it's not necessarily healthy. Now with sports, it's kind of 50-50 because you know when you're trying to push past those those tough moments, sometimes you know that 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 strictness or that harshness or that roughness can be motivational, and sometimes it's not. You got a team full of people, and everybody kind of learns or responds to different things, so it it can be hit or mm-hmm. miss. But kind of like the examples that you're presenting, it ain't just within the family, like your homeboys. Mm-hmm. You slap box with your homeboys as boys to get stronger or girls got to be catty with one another to, and, and, and establish they dominance or establish that they're not no-punk. When it comes to gang culture, you got to get jumped in. You got to do something, something aggressive or violent or illegal to prove yourself. When it comes to environments of, of higher learning, you have to go through certain processes in order to prove that you are worthy enough to have earned said letters that you are going to don to the world um, in mass in a large amount after you've learned this routine that you, you know have to
1: that perform that, for them. You know that makes you a good... But that's a whole side rant. But
2: you know, one of one of many things that I remember from my process is, just like the the, the military, right? Mm-hmm. We 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 tear you down to build you up. It's like, bitch, I came in built. Like I didn't need. Like you can build an annex to a house without tearing the whole house down. Like you don't have to tear it down and build it up. You can just add on. You know, you can do that, right?
1: And I'm not, I'm completely spitballing. I have zero military experience besides the minor stories that I've heard from those. Of my people who are in there thank you for your service um but even when you think about them like the ones who from what i can can kind of put together get dog get stomped you watch all the fucking uh the war movies it's the grunts and shit and they're the ones who get broke down the most and all this other shit but they don't really get the brunt they go straight to the bullshit and when it's all said and done they're the ones with you know, but the ones who are appreciated, oh, you're a, fucking, you're a fucking genius, and your family was a second third. Then the motherfuckers, that's the generals, the motherfucking diplomats, and the ones that's running. So I'm like, who's selling this idea that you just need to stomp a motherfucker's ass? Now, to, to back, piggyback what he said, like, it doesn't mean you don't place anybody with adversity, and that doesn't mean that, like, this is an absolute thing. of. But there's a difference in challenging someone. Therapy dog, <laughs> <laughs> and completely just fucking dogging a nigga because, like, to say the sports world, like, there's your coach will challenge you, your fucking, uh, you know, come on, motherfucker, we could do this, you do it. and even that is like a challenge, but still positive. They act like Jordan was like, "Use a bitch, punk, dickhead, motherfucker." I'm a like, whoa, nigga, like, at what point in time is it supposed to? I just want to beat you the fuck up and then go. Like, and they ain't
2: even acting like they got stories on how Jordan was in practice, like. You You punk motherfuckers!
1: Yeah, he was stealing on niggas like he was
2: doing a lot. He was, he was, he was asserting himself. He was doing what the stereotypical proverbial alpha male is supposed to do. But to me, that type of alpha male mentality is really beta male mentality because I'm using my insecurities or my negativity to assert myself above other people, as opposed to being a real alpha, which is let me do what's best for everybody. Let me figure out how to actually lead. And I think we, we discussed that where I presented the question, like, at what point do we, realize that somebody's ability to do something is not the same as their ability to be a leader? Like, just because you have a high amount of ability or skills doesn't mean you have the ability. Thing.
1: See, I think it's, at least in the sports realm, and definitely I think it, it like kind of crosses over into like black people shit. Like, I think we have so much just fucking loss and everything we don't have we don't have no motherfucking wins our only champions are entertainers so we try to put everything on their shoulders it's like bro this nigga just make good music like that's he makes good music but in the realm of politics and the realm of like moving the culture forward he's got as much skill as you or i fuck it man he he dunk real good and i i like so all right well now we throw everything on the shoulders of. even if they do it well it's not exactly always for them to fucking carry, and we you know we get one and that one sets the blueprint you had a muhammad ali but that was who that motherfucker was right and he just happened to be able to beat your ass real good but people go oh hey you're a motherfucking athlete or you're whatever and you black and you whatever go ahead and come on man take the B be, be our jesus be the guy
2: i think that's because we don't actually look for things outside of that because said entertainers and especially athletes We look at these athletes like, oh, you're so great. But we also have examples of coaches that were great, too.
1: They're not flashy, though.
2: They're not flashy, but I'm coaching and paying the guys that are flashy. I led them to a championship. When you think of coaches, with the exception of Mike Ditka, who was a good player that was also a great coach?
1: I'll wait. That's a good question. I mean, but isn't that, that that's where that saying comes from? You know, like, you know, what's it? I, f- I forget how the saying goes, but it's something along the lines of like, you know, those who can't play, coach; those who can't right. teach, or some shit like that. I don't
2: know if I hundred percent agree with
1: that because a lot
2: of coaches that were that were are great coaches. They played mm-hmm. at high levels. You look at Phil. Phil played, mm-hmm. played in the league. He was a pro. Who else was a pro?
1: Um, you know what? Not to cut you off my, no, bad, go ahead. but I when people make these distinctions in sports, I think they also don't put it in perspective of like, bro, this is the top percent of the top percent of the top percent of the top percent. Like the reason that Michael's and fucking Lebron's and and goddamn Shaq's are and Kobe's are a fucking thing is because they're rare as shit. Right. It's <laughs> one guy per team, but we're not going to pretend like these other motherfuckers on the team don't know how to play the fucking game. Like niggas that played with like Peyton Manning it wasn't like this was a bunch of just raging, 10 raging idiots next to this nigga. He just was fucking. He knew a thing about a thing like house works in a fucking building full of doctors. Them niggas not dumb. They just not house.
2: Right. But even then, at some point in time, all of those individuals that are that are one offs, that are rarities, had somebody to push them to that point because they mm-hmm. were lumped in the pack with everybody else at one point in time. You take a Shaq. Shaq will tell you, like, oh, no, this coach helped me. This coach helped push me. His coach, he'll tell you, like, his coach at LSU, like, I was a good athlete, but my coach at LSU nurtured me to become who I am today. The ability was there, but he helped me with the mindset and helped push me to actually put the two and two together, and that's what made
1: me who I am. I think that bleeds into us not completely, I guess, as a culture, which – ooh, I found a little fucking parallel. But I'm going to come back to that. But I think that is us not completely, or still kind of living in that realm of like education or smarts not being a real big fucking thing. Like niggas, you know, niggas love Batman because he punches shit, but niggas really don't talk about Batman being a fucking detective. Like that's that's why he's dangerous. Nobody gives a fuck about this regular ass rich nigga who could beat you the fuck up. And we we don't pay attention to the fact that you can be as talented as you want, but a motherfucker is like. Good because they know how to put you in position. Because if you put as you know as good as these motherfuckers are, you put Curry on the on a different team doesn't fucking matter. You put I don't know, um, insert fucking who's a who who do we give a fuck about now? You you take um God damn, what's that boy what uh, that boy name is fucking Kansas City, um, Mahomes. You take Mahomes and put Mahomes <clears throat> on any other team, it's like well. That depends if the coach knows how to use them right. word to Belichick. Like, Belichick gets this great thing because he's taking motherfucking niggas who work at a gas station and making them fucking um Super Bowl champions.
2: Look at Curry and Mahomes and look at their coaches. What's their coach's personality type? Wait, we They're not screamers. Come I here. understand. Come here. Let me talk to you. Let me understand how to put you into a certain position because Curry was on the Warriors. Before Kerr got there, Mm -hmm. they were doing okay. But once Kerr got there and knew how to put the other pieces together and start giving them a different understanding of the game, that's when they became the Warriors. That
1: makes perfect sense to be the guy who literally played next to the motherfucker who was like, this is not, like, I'm going to be the complete antithesis to this. I understand this is not how a team works cohesively. We
2: won rings because this guy is super talented and we were a talented team. But it was not a healthy environment at no.
1: all. Like that is and not how you I'm coach. not doing that.
2: I learned what not to do from that guy. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be a coach.
1: From the Zen master?
2: From the Zen master. I didn't learn how to be a coach from Jordan. I learned how to be a competitor from Jordan because everything mm-hmm. was a competition to him. But when it comes to being a coach, that's not the same role. Even the understanding of this isn't the hat that I should be wearing in this role. Let me change that. Yep a lot of the most successful coaches were not and are not screamers they're not the the punishment guy you can't communicate that way. right can you think of any coach any coach i don't care what sport it is whatever knowledge base you want to, on any level just think about it which coach do you know that was a if you don't do this i'm going to just... feel feel free Shout out to one of my former coaches that just passed a couple weeks ago, Coach Featherstone from El Camino, one of the greatest junior college coaches of all time. His screaming was never a punishment scream. It was like, hey, I know you're better than that. Mm -hmm. I know that you can. It was encouragement. But you can feel the passion and the encouragement, and that's what made us go and go 22 and 2 and 2 years under Mm -hmm. him. Why? Because he believed in us, and he was going to yell at us how much he believed in us and try to get us to believe in ourselves. It wasn't a punishment aspect
1: but i think like people don't pay attention to that cuz even as far as like i think one of the better things i learned that in like i i like dabbled and i mean dabbled dabbled also i respect you guys out there in the aba field like a good portion of aba you know all that uh behavior analysis and application and stuff like that is like there is nothing that like you're messed up for doing this um you know however they stem, or if they're nonverbal if we're trying to teach them like, the whole thing is positive like do you want this reinforcer oh okay well to get this you need to do this and it's a whole bunch of why well, i'm getting rewarded i'm getting rewarded i'm getting rewarded and so like to tie that into when you look at you know like the ongoing joke if you got five apples it's like man like the this is not a bad this is not a hard correlation granted everybody doesn't have this knowledge so i'm not just judging people but i'm saying like the proof is kind of when you think about it is super in the pudding that like. If you scream and if you yell, and somebody's working under fear and anxiety, at the at the bare minimum, if they do this, even that video you sent about this, the whooping thing, yes, I have now learned that I do not want to get this punishment, so I'm going to be great in these areas. But we are completely bypassing the fucking collateral damage that comes with that. I'm I'm going to be fucking um, I don't know, hyper anxious. I'm going to have all these other like uh, underlying fucking traumas and issues of how I interact with people, like people pleasing and all the other shit all because you know i can't do wrong because it'll come with a punishment
2: right not to say that a good ass whooping ain't necessary sometimes or that some sort of punishment isn't necessary like certain behaviors don't warrant certain punishment i'm we i won't I can't speak for both of us, but I'll speak for the both of us and say I don't Mm -hmm. think either of us thinks that that is an entirely bad thing. But I think we Mm -hmm. overuse it too much and we use it in the wrong ways and don't know how to add the balance to it to make it worthwhile. I can still give you an ass whoop and still sit you down before or after or both Mm -hmm. and be like, look, this is X, Y and Z. This is why this is going to happen or has happened. This is what needs to happen. Here's some positive reinforcement Here's a here's a light light ass whooping. Here's a nice little little mm-hmm. something. I ain't gonna go off the top rope and, and and Macho Man elbow drop you, maybe, but I'm not. I'm you know I'm gonna get a little a little hmm, slow.
1: You know, no, I would say that because uh. Timmy Jimmy fired that ass up. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say like a bunch of times. It was good crucial moments where the fuck ups were big, right? And I remember those fuck ups being big because the speech afterwards was stuck. It's like you cannot ever do this. Because this will come with this, blah, blah, blah. Then it turns into, then it gets real Game of Thrones-y, like, you know, I'm looking at this nigga, like, you know, it's you, it's like Goku, you, fucking Clark. I Like, I used to, like, niggas, I want to be like Mike, I'd be like, fuck Mike, in my mind, my dad would the, beat the shit out of Mike, it didn't even make sense. But, so, in my mind, he's like, you, you know, he used that, he was like... You were supposed to be better than this. And I'm like, bitch, that's not a po- that's not possible. But this whole speech of I see all this outlandish potential in you. And in my mind, I'm like, well, fuck, man. I can't be fucking um pissing on the side of the building because I don't feel like running to the bathroom. This is an right. actual story of transparency, guys. <laughs> and, uh, you We've know, it's all like, done it. Yeah, it's like I can't be doing that because I'm supposed to be like that fucking like i'm a king you're like that shit is important when you don't just be telling nobody like i'm not saying and then nobody's ever saying not to pop prop your kids up but you have to fucking don't don't raise a joffrey if you didn't watch game of thrones it doesn't matter he was a fucking dick don't be just like you're entitled to being a great fucking kid it's like no man you have out uh, unmeasurable potential and it is upon it is incumbent upon you young sir or madam to do this shit properly, that's why I fired you up, because I need you to be, that fire is supposed to send you this way to be amazing, not, don't do it, like, it's, just, it's, and I know, and I'm I'm not a parent, so I understand, but, even working with the kids, I used to be like, damn, this is a really fucking, like, hit, you know, you walk in a tight rope with how you explain these things, so it doesn't get confusing, and to that I say, you fucking had them, so shit. Um, get, Nobody made you keep them all. The nah, f- just yeah. This shit, this is the hardest. It's the most <laughs> hardest and rewarding job in the world. So, the motherfuckers, most yeah, definitely. you want to, you want to fucking um, had the motherfuckers and shit. And you know, I don't think anybody got time to be saying, uh, yes, you do. You got all the time in the motherfucking world. So,
2: you had all the time in the world, not only to 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 have them, but also learn. Because I think we've we've talked about before on different occasions how, when it comes to discipline, that. Building up of you should be better this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I'm disappointed in you. That mm-hmm. that I'm disappointed in you sometimes hits a lot harder than a, a swing can.
1: Yeah. You fucking with me? You you, you think I'm playing? Like, I'm not. Like, that still doesn't hit as much as, because that just seems like now we're enemies. Now you're talking to me like I'm a punk. You're still talking down. But it's like, I thought, like, you were, like, you know, if you're going to have some type of, I guess, still given the fact that you fucked up but it's like yeah man I'm disappointed in you because like you were you not were, you are you are every bit better than this and it's like well, shit I'd rather you just whoop my ass like <laughs> you don't want to hit no no nope. like, I don't want to hit you at all this is great. I just want you to know that, that you
2: were here and you acted here and I am exceptionally disappointed in your lack of ability your inability to live up to your ability within the situation and I'm gonna let that marinate on you as opposed to the opposite, which is like, I don't know the lady name, but old girl that be on, on Instagram and her kids be fucking with her and she be a like, motherfucker, I ought to beat you out. Like It's, it's kind of funny for us to laugh at entertainment purposes, but when you really look at it, it's like... normalizing trauma. Right. Not even that, because I know we talked about trauma before and how that can make somebody on edge, but for the boys being raised by a woman like this, especially because the boys are teenagers, how do you know that they're not going to think that that's love and attract women that are just like that?
1: That's more of what I mean. Like niggas just like start to normalize that that shit's okay. Like, like you said, like loud, crazy, aggressive women or fucking abusive niggas. Like the shit's got impacts, people, and it's just not for the best. I understand that that's what it is, and I understand that it's people's experience, and I know that motherfuckers feel like you are taking shots at them when you fucking you know discuss the negative parts of their experience. I like, guess you turned out good, but there's probably things that you got that. You know, you have not explored that aren't that great. And also, ain't nobody shitting on your moms for only using the tools she had. But if you realize that she only had these tools, well, bitch, don't you think it's good coming uh, upon you to get some better tools? So you're not out here making the same motherfucking mistakes. So just do the same shit because you've been... That's, that's what we know. Speaking of what we know, I just feel like now, like, completely jumping off the deep end with my own personal theory because I'm a learned scholar. If... Yep. If... <laughs> We are now in this, like, I would say shittier part for looking at the whole scope of the black experience, of every, of the African experience. We're kind of in, we're kind of on the shit end of the stick now, right? And we are all been operating in the motherfucker bitch hole. That's just how we grew up. That's whatever. That's, that's our form of love. And we really haven't been kicking out a lot of like cool innovations. We've been really just scraping and scratching, but. When we were literally making shit, that motherfuckers' only explanation for it is, like, aliens helped you. Even if that's the case, the aliens was vibing on over. It was like, these niggas is kicking it. That's when we were vibing from a space of love. Like, that's when we knew what the fuck, what it was. So, like, even from that space, I feel like it confirms what we're talking about, that paying attention is as fucking mundane as it sounds to pay attention to How you're saying it, why you're saying it, where you're saying it from. Are you just, you know, that's just how I feel. That's an expectation. Does that come from some bullshit? You like, yeah. Get it to him. Give it to him.
2: That's because we do a lot of deflecting. (laughs) Same thing we talked about last week with avoiding accountability. When you try to have these conversations with a parent, don't be telling me how to raise my kids. Absolutely. I was just talking about how your parents raised you, and now you doing the same thing. I ain't even talking about you as a parent. I'm just talking about the the process in general. Can nobody tell me how to raise my kids?
1: The deflecting on that, and that is, and I, I don't, you know, you don't want to be a, still. Is the the goal is not to be a dick or shit on somebody's experience or whatever. But motherfuckers be like, you know, she raised seven kids that way, and I'm like, that's great. Word to Chris Rock, you can drive a car with your motherfucking feet if you want to. But the idea is, you know, two hands, buckle your seatbelt, you know pedal gas break so just because things have been successful in a way or have had a form of success that you didn't think would happen that doesn't mean that they can't be improved upon
2: that doesn't mean that they're right because sometimes we assume that because we are the adults in the situation that we know best so when we do something it turns out good and you're taking away the ability for your child to have been the one to have some insight because although I love Cassandra Elaine with all my heart, I can look back on some shit that she didn't did growing up and be like that wasn't necessarily the best, but I understood at the time I'm like, I know my mom is working a lot, I know she's tired, I know she's frustrated, I know she's doing these things by herself, so she doesn't really mean this mm-hmm. and we would have a talk about it later you know at least my mom was was very able to be like we'll talk about this later on i know i was out of line for this my bad i apologize but let me talk about it let me give you my perspective like she would have those conversations with me which is few and far between motherfuckers
1: thought, not to cut you off, like motherfuckers just i swear i've had conversations and they think i'm bullshit when i say like no man like throughout the years especially as i got like teenage years and up i would sit down and be like let's have a conversation right. about what the fuck just happened shit's amazing
2: Right, because you get to provide some context and you get to humble yourself. But that was my mom having the ability at that time to recognize this boy is smarter than I give him credit for. And I also have to, I got to utilize some accountability on my part and say, you know what? I know I'm the mama, you the child. I used to hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. But with the I'm the mama, you the child came, I fucked up. My apologies. This is why I did it and I need to do better. But I need you to do this to help me out. And I'd be like, all right, I I can understand that. But I I had enough discernment to not react or internalize that trauma because I understood what she was going through. A lot Mm -hmm. of kids don't always understand fully what parents are going through until they get older. But so they're internalizing this trauma as they're going through it or they're they're seeing it as a trauma. They're reacting to it as a trauma because they don't have the understanding or the context. So you're not taking the time or the space to have that conversation with them and come down to to their level meet them where they are and be able to have these conversations and say, you know what? I ain't got the rule book on this and I probably shouldn't have done this. I went through this as well. And I'll be honest. I ain't like that shit either. So I probably shouldn't be doing it to you, but let's have a conversation about it and, and be able to learn from the situation. But deflecting that ego, don't be telling me how to raise my, even your kids telling you something don't work. And you'd be like, who who are you to tell me you stay in a child's place, which I'm sure we've all heard stay in a child's place at at one point in time or another. For for those of us that are parents, I'm pretty sure we've said it to our kids, but you're avoiding the accountability of the situation from this child telling you, hey, what you're doing isn't necessarily the best, and I don't think I'm responding to it well. Can we change this approach? That's what the underlying issue is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You got to be able to sit back and say, yo, I, my, my bad, chief. You, you will not go to McDonald's? I fucked up. As opposed to, which a lot of us may do, we we use the material to avoid accountability. I spoil my kids to avoid the accountability of being able to understand that my parenting isn't necessarily the best. And I'm not looking at how to be a better parent. I'm just looking at how to give you more shit.
1: Does that come from this? I think there's like this idea that like a parent has to have this like infallible, like viewpoint in front of their kids like they have to be looked at as this fucking invincible all-knowing thing which is just an impossible standard to set and when you hear anybody's stories about their parents like celebrities fucking regular people whatever whatever you always learn more from a motherfucker's mistakes like i was like i learned a lot from my fucking mom because she went through this this a struggle like i watched her go through a b and c and transition and grow and whatever whatever but that showed me, like, she is a regular human being, but there right. is, whatever, you know, there's growth in that. There's all these lessons in that. As opposed to coming in the game, like, I am an infallible, immovable parent. That means, like, the first time I see you break, bro, I have no faith in you.
2: Right. You it's supposed a, to be my superhero and you, and you crumbled. Yeah. As opposed to being like, nah. I may be on a different level than you, but I'm human just like you. It's kind of like what what Juju was saying in my chat. Shout out to Juju and the Keep It A Thousand podcast. gang. Parents are people, too. Accountability from our parents is all we can really ask for. They were just learning how to navigate life just like we are. Having that conversation with your kids is helpful, though. Having them mm-hmm. understand that, hey, I'm a person just like you. I'm going to make mistakes just like you, but I'm trying my best, and I want you to try your best, too. Having that conversation is much better than a, a, Do as I say, not as I do, motherfucker. What I tell you, the threats, the negativity, the negative reinforcement, those things don't, it doesn't help, but that's part of black culture. Now, a question I want to pose is, where do we get that from? Because it's in every aspect, as we talked about on the, on the beginning of the show, from sports to relationships to fraternal organizations, and organizations mm-hmm. in college to street life, everything, our music, everything is, is you prove yourself through aggression and negativity. Where does that come from? Because as you stated, it wasn't a part of our culture pre, you know, let's say twenty five hundred three thousand years ago up until that point. You know it wasn't a part of our culture, and oddly enough, that's kind of when like we started this whole Christian thing but... do <laughs> <laughs> so, we we it's the same thing in religion too though, like <laughs> we talking about this and it's everywhere it's in religion too, because <laughs> God is gonna bless me if I act accordingly, and if I don't act accordingly, he's gonna punish me
1: yeah. right?
2: why. <laughs> <laughs> where no. Where do these mindsets come
1: from? I just feel like I mean you know it's always like a easy. You know, it's always talking about the white people, but you know, like (laughs) a certain brand of white person. Um, whether you wanted to take it, just even if you wanted to take it all the way back to Christianity, or you want to take it through, um, something as simple as I know in this country, like all of those things can find their way back to fucking slavery, which find its way back to the fucking European mindsets and how they've gotten down. It's always been aggressive. It's I'm gonna take, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna you know sandwiches. you're not a, you're not a fucking man if you don't get out here and with your fucking axe and you cut him down your bare and fucking you, hands get you, your your fuck your pillage and you know like you watch viking and everybody you know it's 15 viking shows on tv and all them niggas do is murder and fuck people against they will like they show up kill kids beat up priests fuck niggas wives and it's like that's a fucking man like I'm, or or fucking, you see Mad Sweeney's out in the fucking, with no shirt, out in the brush, just raping and and fucking and, and spear stabbing. Like damn, they got niggas I don't get no hugs, and Eating the way they're eating,
2: just savage eating, yeah. just eating, and uh, yeah, everything is just so. Grungy and like, gritty yeah. and, and grimy.
1: Shango was with the shits, but like they would party here. Yeah, like it was fucking you see his garb in the fucking paintings and pictures, nigga stunting. Like nothing to get muddy in this shit. We clean, nigga, right. like damn There's a
2: time and a place for that, but right now it's not the time nor place and we're going to do this. And there's just as many African proverbs that were stolen by Greek proverbs as well, in
1: case you shit guys is wanna know. Oh that shit is wet. All that shit is wet. All that shit. And they and they were they, 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 they were, were less learning cool.
2: from, They less cool. They less cool because they. Mm -hmm. You guys latched on to the student saying, as opposed to going back and learning the teacher saying, we 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 taught we
1: taught the greatest philosophers. What is a mystery school for five hundred, Alex? Um,
2: (laughs) 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 Shit. (laughs) But you you look at these different variations of things and you realize, like, holy shit! I don't know if I like.
1: I think I was going
2: on back then. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Wait a minute. God damn. That's <laughs> just not it's not <sighs>
1: Yeah. Gathered?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm gathered. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't want this to be one of those conversations where I go here. So, oh, I'm just I'm trying well, that to keep
1: it. Look at that fucking self-regulation shit he just did, guys. Yeah. Lead by motherfucking example. Lead by example. When I man. get there, I just go off. You don't got to.
2: Yeah, I don't want to start talking fast. I don't want to get 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 let the voice get a little. I don't want to get. You are off. Yeah, I don't want to do that cuz <laughs> what we're trying to teach today is to not be one of those people cuz we got enough of motherfucker in our in our community and it doesn't necessarily help us.
1: But I think that helps. Like I'm I, I'm you know, my I'm always telling myself what I like. Like it always is good to uncover the root, the why, to get to the co- the root cause of a thing, and understanding that this thing we always talk about, we hate, we hate, we hate slavery. We hate this, that, and the third, and we are actively practicing behaviors that come from that. Like that, there's whether you know, whether well, it didn't exist. Okay, cool. But like the fucking things he said that are in that letter exist. Like right. all these psychological attacks on us, psychological attacks on us, like psychological attacks on us. Structural attack, mm. but, um, you know how we speak negative, like just not even understanding, like or paying attention that <sighs> words are spells, and put that shit in your story. But it's true, my nigga. You can't say words are spells, and then you know this fast ass bitch in here with these. She's fucking nine, man. Like tell her to fucking change clothes and do it fucking nicely. Shit, and
2: you bought her the clothes.
1: All Is that you- shit.
2: But yes, the the even within mental health, right? We can talk spirituality or, or from a cultural sense of how words or spells or whatever the case is, but it's the same. Self, mm-hmm. Self-talk self is yep. important. How the words that you speak shape the mindset that you have, how you speak to yourself, how you speak to other things. Are you speaking life to these things? Are you speaking life into yourself? Be careful of the words that you are using. We all love a good Samuel L. Jackson movie. Motherfucker, we love all of that. But he's not gonna always be that person. When you talk to him in real life, super chill, has really nice things to say, can be very
1: uplifting. And then it's make a to, shark eat him. Sons of bitches. He's, he, we you know, are gonna come together. We are gonna figure it. Out. Oh well, shit! He, when you talk positive, right. that's the thing. I know you niggas, niggas get tired of me saying that shit. I love movies like everybody else, but that shit is conditioning my nigga. Like, I swear, like it, it affects you. Like the positive black role model always
2: gets killed. Boys in the hood. The positive one that's going to make it out gets killed. What happens in real life, the one that's going to make it out gets killed. Why? Because we respond the same way as we do with kids or when we're talking about parenting. Don't tell me how to. When you're in the streets, that person that's doing good, you're challenging my ego? This nigga got to go. He did nothing to you.
1: Even her, like, you know. Looking at like you know, Doughboy, Doughboy's experience. it's like, man, you was fucking with a. You Doughboy. traumatizing this.
2: You pushed him into that yeah. lifestyle. You ain't gonna be shit. Your daddy ain't shit. You ain't gonna be shit either. You gonna be sitting here in this hood like everybody else because you don't know how to do shit. I am a child. What have you taught me to do?
1: And that is how I, you know, you see a lot of and fuck y'all. I've worked with too many parents that that is how they come in to discussing things with their kid like he's you know he's in the streets he keeps whatever and he's just not gonna first of all bitch stop cause you haven't even paid attention to the fact that did you know this nigga like is super into mythology you would know that cause you spend all your fucking time telling him what the fuck he ain't or she ain't or what they ain't gonna do cause you're a fucking jackass like not paying attention that that is not a motivating factor. you are getting your shit off that is like that shit we talked about before where it's like ego you're not mad about him not knowing the five apples you just like five apples is a thing and I'm like maybe the motherfucker's not a math Maybe they're maybe this motherfucker is supposed to write a book, and you niggas don't pay attention. And Einstein couldn't tie his shoes. You might have a fucking genius on your hands, for so you know. But you right. just are coming into this shit like a dickhead. That goes back to our coaching conversation, knowing
2: where to highlight somebody's skills. You're good here. Let me help you in this way. With the five apples thing, I'm beating you in the head with the same approach and wondering why you're not getting it, as opposed to changing my approach. One. Two, you weren't necessarily the best student either, so why are you breathing down my neck to whoop my ass over this math question when you just barely made out of high school. You was pregnant with me in high school.
1: Because I'm so scared that you're going to live my experience. As opposed to just expressing that fucking fear with you in a rational way. I'm going to fucking just knock your fucking head in dirt. So
2: if you're afraid that I'm going to live the same experience as you, why are you putting me through the same experience that you went through? Why aren't you changing your approach?
1: That's it, motherfucker because I'm not going to look at self. I'm not going to address. This is just how it needs to be. You need to
2: respond to this differently as Mm -hmm. opposed to me changing what you have to respond to or understanding what your response style is
1: and meeting you where you are with what you need understand yourself pull your head out of your ass understand that you're not trying to help this kid you're trying to stop your own fears from repeating once you kind of get that together then now you have free reign to understand this motherfucker for who the fuck this person is like it's five apples it don't it's not it's not about the five apples and here's a here's another part here's the thing that like once again have actively watched this happen it's like it's not even the fact that you don't understand five apples it's the fact that we're not even paying attention that your fight or flight goes off because of loud. Like, everybody says that however level of trauma. I don't give a fuck. It's motherfuckers. Who I've seen gang niggas and motherfuckers that got accepted to fucking, uh, I don't know, um, Berkeley. That if you get too loud to get too crazy, I'm on fight or flight. I'm not trying to learn or some shit. As opposed to going, hey, take a deep breath. Put that down. Do this this way. You see how that works? You see how you're super calm because I'm not fucking loud. Hey, you fucked up again. Don't get frustrated. I'm not frustrated. You know, why I'm not frustrated because in my mind, I'm prepared to do this thing 40 times because I fucking sat down here to help you and thinking you didn't fucking know. how. I didn't come down here and go prove to me, you know how to do this shit so I can get the fuck up and do whatever the fuck I was going to do in the first place.
2: Exactly. I'm taking a stance of patience because I understand I'm here for a purpose and the purpose is to help you. As opposed to I'm making this about me because my ego says I'm tired and I don't feel like sitting here with you all day to help you finish your homework. I got shit to do. So how many apples basically hurry up and finish this? Because what I feel like I need to do from my standpoint is more important than sitting here with you through this situation and helping you the way you need to be helped. You motherfuckers. You will eat somebody else's ass, but you won't pull your head out your own.
1: That's funny. What is the problem? That is funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, like how how many how many people do you think, I guess the fucking number is astounding. I don't know why I should, why I should even pre- fucking preface it like that. But just the amount of people who are parents that just don't understand that, like, and I'm pretty sure this could be, like, correlated to, like, relationships, relationships, which we really didn't even touch on that great today, guys. So, you know, you're welcome. Um, yeah, <laughs> 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 that this kid is not bad in this thing, this kid is not whatever, like this kid is scared of you in this moment, then like you've set this this fucking this arena of all right, man, I got like three times before the octave changes, like i'm I'm so focused on counting how many times you've asked me this question because i know about three is where your voice change four is where you get hot five is where we in death if, fucking death lane i'm not even focused on this super simple problem because i don't even want to have what'd you say oh no it was i really just made him okay like your whole aura my nigga is up right. like that's how you end up having those kids that'll go
2: to school and set it off but he don't give me them problems at home because he's afraid of you these other kids ain't going to beat my ass like you beat my ass. So I'm going to turn up here. But when I get home.
1: Also, I'm going to turn up here because I just need an outlet because I fucking walk around. All that frustration I, I
2: got at the house, I got to let it out somewhere. And this is the only place I get to go. So here is where it's going to go.
1: I know what I just said. I know y'all can pretend like this doesn't correlate to you and your partner, but it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a motherfucker. You, you ain't got no kids, but how you talk to her. You guys are, how you talk to her mm, and mm. how you talk to him oh yeah i'm how about to say to that because i'm sorry that's I a whole nother sh-
2: conversation we can get into that too god damn it
1: yeah it's just you know like it just is i don't even have any like super deep dive on it i feel like it's self-explanatory the same thing you just said about the the kid and the whatever like damn i can't even whoop de whoop with her because i know it's gonna be some shit niggas always say that shit like it's you normal know, like i know it's gonna be some shit that's not okay my nigga right. like and you know, the the using the black experience that we all have. Nick word where, where to Erica Lachey, sorry. Cause she's had like two or three videos back to back where it's just like the shit is this. The shit is a team. The shit is and you know, I didn't like these two niggas and he was saying the shit for the last whatever whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <coughs> whatever. I'm not even it's not even where we're at. Um <laughs> But even that experience talking about just like you can't You can't just be fucking, I don't know, man, it's just simple. Like, you can't just be negative to a motherfucker and expect a positive response. Like, it doesn't have negative fucking. Here's my misogyny for the day.
2: Massage me for the day. It's it's always highlighted when a man comes with these negative approaches, but we don't talk about how much negative non physical stuff. Now, as somebody that has taken multiple DV trainings to see how people can be, they can participate in domestic violence in a non physical way. A lot of the things that we can discuss, as far as behaviors are concerned, a lot of women in our community utilize these behaviors did you guys know that like snatching somebody's phone away is considered assault technically but i'm sure there's men that have been in relationships like man i can't even my girl beat my ass if he so you have this understanding of your girl being this way because she's going to be aggressive and violent with you that's not love it's not love at all but we'll hold the microscope under men or put men underneath the microscope and look at their behaviors when you do these things. But we have to be equal and we have to look at all the different ways that women can be aggressive and, and, you know, verbally abusive and physically abusive within relationships too because it doesn't foster a healthy environment. Your man is happy wife, happy life, I got to do what the he doesn't love you. He's accepting the fact that I'm in an abusive situation and to avoid the abuse, I have to react in this manner, which is probably the same thing he had to do growing up with his mom. Monday, Monday, <laughs> Monday, <laughs> <laughs> live here at the Good News Radio Station.
1: <laughs> but Kaden, that was, yeah man, like that was, um, I don't even, don't refute that, just sit with it man, if you don't like it, I understand, that's fine, just, you don't have to like it, I don't really care at this point, we'll talk about it on Monday, you can kiss yeah, my yeah ass. I actually don't care if you like it, I just like sit with it for a minute, then once you get over like, how you feel about it, there's a point to it think about your relationships think about your dude your fucking kid your fucking lady like this is not gender specific necessarily like it's like with yourself yeah like you i don't know how you would treat yourself look at look at the fuck i want this goal to happen wonder how i would like this to be approached to me would this work on me absolutely fucking not but i'm gonna do it anyways like do
2: do what you're relating to Cause i don't i don't think god put us on earth to punish us because we don't do something specifically one way but that's just
1: my two sins not even to get in the fact that like all the violent, yelling, outlandish acts that God did probably could really be boiled down to the fact that motherfuckers who authored this newer version of the Bible needed justification for them being out here slaughtering others. So, what makes more sense? That me slaughtering shit is terrible, or that I'm gonna make a God that slaughters too. So now I'm doing like, the- okay, man, I'll see you guys on Monday. Mm-hmm. Or I chose my other disciples that were out slaughtering people too prior to them meeting me. Something gravitated them towards
2: me. See you guys on Monday. Oh, me
1: oh stopped uh oh what would you do let's see
2: <laughs> but it's back <laughs> now it's